0: Welcome to Day by Day Insights, where we share stories and bring joy via honest and down-to-earth discussions. We are your hosts, Lashelle Marlowe and Femi Onamusi. Join us as we explore real
1: issues that affect everyday people in short but exciting episodes every Wednesday.
0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to a new episode of Day by Day Insights Podcast.
1: Yay, yay, yay. Welcome back. You've got Lachelle and me as usual. Hey. And today we are going to be talking about top tips for saving.
0: Oh, mm. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. And <laughs> you can probably tell, we're, we're probably slightly on different sides of the spectrum. <laughs> And
1: they, they can't tell.
0: Maybe maybe, that's my insecurities around this area coming to the fore. Mm. So we'd always like to start off with the quote. And I think this one is sensitive and it encapsulates where we'd like to take the discussion. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Wonderful, amazing quote from Martin Luther King Jr.,
1: and, and I mean, this quote isn't about money per se. So, Lachelle, do you want to tell us why you've picked this quote? Yeah.
0: So I'd say it's it's about taking positive steps to make changes. And that's what we're all about. If your finances aren't where you'd like them to be, now is the time to start making steps. And I, I think one of the key things with this is to be particularly sensitive because people Um, during this current time are losing their jobs um, Mm. or or being, yes, and being in a position where, what are you talking about savings? I'm still trying to get through today. I'm still trying to put food on the table Mm. and stay, stay, you know, in housing my children. So we want to definitely be sensitive to that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and that's why, um, um, I think Lashelle' show you sort of saying that point, um, is, is, um, it's critical, isn't it, yeah. that uh, we want to recognize that there are people where this isn't even reality. This isn't yeah. your reality. Right now, we want to, um, you're just trying to make ends meet. Absolutely. Uh, we recognize that, um, and what we want to talk about today is for those who then have something, how can you prioritize, I yeah. think, yeah. how you spend. So it's just those very small um, lifestyle change habits we think that may might help absolutely none of them make those those
0: as we say back home pennies go further yeah absolutely
1: absolutely so what's the we're just going to share i don't know five tips and um that we we um have and my number i'll start shall i start yes
0: Yes. Yes. she's she's like the finance guru in the village (laughs)
1: Yes, in the village, just the village. <laughs> right. Okay. So my, my number one um, principle, and I have used and stuck to this principle for over 20 years, is um, I pay myself mm. from anything. And I started doing, you know, actually it's more than 20 years, maybe 22, 23 years. I, I started doing this when I was 16, and which is when I had my first job after secondary school before university. Um, and I was a tutor. Mm. um at a small primary school um not a tutor like an uh, an assistant mm. or something um and i i got paid monthly and um i would pay myself so that obviously um i had my um my expenses and stuff and as listed as part of my expenses was my own salary mm-hmm. within my salary um, because I didn't consider my expenses as my payment. Cause I felt those things had to go out. Like my cost of transportation of getting mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. that had to go out. I'm a Christian. So I pay tithe. I felt that that had to go out. Um, and then I was paying myself something, which at the time was 10%. And I, I think I still on average do 10% as a principal mm-hmm. of what I earn. Um, and, Anything I then needed to be able to spend personally on myself needed to be able to go out of that. Mm. So what that did was that it meant that I could determine using that as a lens what I could and could not afford. Mm. So I wasn't using my total paycheck to determine if I could afford this shoe or that bag or that holiday. And as a teenager, you know, it was all about shoes, bags and clothes at the time. Mm, mm.
0: Um,
1: and obviously as I grew older and my responsibilities go more and more, the focal point changed to what I sort of decided to spend my pay on. Mm. Does that resonate with you? It Michelle?
0: really, it really does. And, and that, that notion, my dad always, I can't remember the name of the book, um, five, five, uh, laws of gold or something like that. Mm. and, you know my 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 amazing dad is a happy agnostic, but he always talks about the notion of paying yourself first mm. and 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 not looking at your whole pay packet, whatever that may be. Um, whether you're self employed, whether you work for someone else or anywhere in between which many of us, like including myself, find myself in currently. But it's like you need to acknowledge and look at paying yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um and that could be uh through like what what you're gonna use a part of your earnings in order to do your monthly things. It could be in you know, going into your investment portfolio. Um so I think that is a a, a universal principle yeah. um that people have applied.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and tied into paying yourself is um, another tip I have is setting savings goals.
0: Mm. Um,
1: and I always say this when I when I talk to people about finances, that depending on where you are, you'll. some people say to me, I can't save because I'm in so much debt, yeah. so I can't right. even save. And I always say, well, no, it's what you use the savings for. Mm. Um, there's nothing to pay off the debt. You are putting away money to pay off your debt. Mm-hmm. So, that's so a goal. I think it's exactly yeah, so. Yeah. I think that it is very empowering rather than saying I am in debt or I am paying off debt. I always say, position it as I am saving and I'll be using the money to mm-hmm. pay off. My debt.
0: Why do you think that's so important psychologically?
1: Because when you visualize what you're saving for, it becomes a lifelong habit. Mm. Once the debt is gone, you carry on with that saving practice. And then the next thing is, I'm saving for this project. Now Mm -hmm. it's going to be to buy a house, it's going Mm. to be to buy a car, it's going to be to refurbish my living room. Mm. It's going to be, then you become a visual, um, a goal based um, saver. Mm. And once you're a goal-based saver, it puts you back behind the wheel on how you make spending decisions.
0: I love that. Um, purely from a, like a psychological positioning When you're fixing, whatever you fixate on, whatever you target, that consumes you. So to be able to say, I'm goal-oriented or I'm moving towards a particular thing as opposed, I have so much debt that psychologically that sounds so oppressive and so overwhelming, like how will you ever get from under this? So reposition that in your mind. Um, It's not that, I don't think of it as fake it until you make it. I think of it very much as it's empowering you and it's giving you, putting you back, like you said, in the driver's seat to go forward.
1: To go forward. And this, because we're talking about debt, I'll mention this topic about eliminating your debt. Mm.
0: Um,
1: This is a very, very heavy and difficult one, Um, especially if you are in that situation because you're out of a job or because of the lockdown. Mm. Um, And there are a few tips that um, can be helpful, especially if you have debt where you are paying a huge amount of interest Mm. on it. My uh, recommendation is that you always look for interest-free op- options for you to carry transfer the mm. the debt. Um, so, assuming the debt is such a huge amount that you can't pay off immediately, and even if you were paying it off in bits, it's going to take ages. Yeah. Then um, one one um, go-to option is looking for a way to consolidate all of that debt into one. Okay. Um, Ie and there there are many good ways of doing that. There are loads of um, interest free money transfer options. Mm. If you found one, consolidate, then move, pay off all of your debt, so you just have the one. Mm-hmm. What that does when you find and most of these money transfers are interest free. Okay. What then happens is it gives you eighteen to, to you know they typically are eighteen to twenty four months, eighteen to twenty four months interest free. That you you you're then paying off because a a lot of the time the interest on the debt is such a huge amount.
0: You you can never see the wood for the trees. Exactly. So
1: once you have that off your table, and you know, assuming you're earning a thousand pounds a month, you're paying yourself hundred. You you put you're putting away two hundred for your. for your, for repaying your loans. Mm. So 200 in, in 24 months is 4,000. So it's 8, 9,000. Um, wow. 9,600.
0: Right. That's a lot of money. That's when a you... lot of
1: money. When you think about it that mm. way, but if your debt were still interest generating, you probably clear half of that in that time period. Mm. So you want to, um, sorry, I beg your pardon, it's 4,800 because it's two for a month. So mm-hmm. sorry, two for a year. So in two years, that's 4,800. So, but what that means is that most um, credit card loans and everything are on 18 19% interest. Mm. So a lot of the time, the, the, the weight of the debt that we carry on our books are things that if you can get yourself into that interest-free zone, Mm -hmm. then it's significantly lower. Now, another alternative, if you have good credit, is to take uh, an unsecured personal loan, Mm. which is sitting at around the 3% mark. But compare that 3% to having 18 19% on five different credit cards. Mm. So if you took a personal loan of like whatever the amount is, you have five credit cards and you owe, I don't know, 20K across the five credit cards, get a, a personal loan for 20K pay off all those cards and rather than paying 18% on 20k if you see what I mean mm-hmm, which is about mm-hmm. 4 grand mm. you're now down to 3% on 20k which is like 600
0: wow that Do you makes see the such difference? A difference
1: so that is 4 grand that would have gone against paying down your 20k rather than going on top of your 20k if that makes sense so yes um set and um, pay yourself set savings goals look for Smart ways to eliminate your debt and maybe not eliminate, but to pay down, reduce the debt, but get yourself out of that interest paying yeah. loan. And there, there are loads of options mm. out there to be able to do that. But try to always put, put yourself in the position of, I don't want to be in this um sort of interest paying debt phase the final thing around eliminating debt is for some people that's not even an option yeah they have gone through such a difficult time either through loss of jobs prior um not having the full knowledge about finances because you know to be honest our banks um and lending companies don't do a good job of educating people Mm. so many people don't actually know a lot about this until they've been in the thick of it yeah so so for many people you're actually already in it the credit is not good enough to be able to get a money transfer or to be able to get an unsecured loan and what i always do is to if you're in that position don't bury your head into the sand mm. immediately which get, is so easy to do yeah absolutely absolutely mm immediately get yourself into this debt servicing companies because mm. what they will do is consolidate all your debt, manage with all your um, providers so you're paying a small amount based mm. on what's coming in. Yeah, Your credit will still be short for a while, yeah. but It'll give you peace of mind. Yes. You and that is critical. Know. Absolutely. Mm. And I think many of them even find ways to ensure that the
0: interest is no longer accumulating yeah. because they've then secured it and then you're just paying it off. Absolutely. And and it's a, a really good platform to, to seek some advice and mm. to talk through your options and, and like I will if, put some examples in the show yeah. notes of
1: Companies that that
0: Absolutely. And, and it just gives you some breathing space because it's, it can be so overwhelming in your head and it gives you an opportunity to talk through what your options are. And, and I, I think a, a really good example of recognizing where you can maybe do some cost savings. And I've recently gone through this is utility savings. I can't remember it was, a uh, some funny name place, but they, they are a comparison website because mm-hmm. I, I think one of the things it's like, oh, well, you know, it's not in front of mine all the time. So you stick with whoever your energy suppliers are mm-hmm. and not realize that after maybe 18 months or, you know, 12 months, the, the tariffs, the tariffs changes. And because it's set on a direct debit, you might not see it. Mm-hmm. And I think I manage within the last two or three months to do a cost savings of about 60%. Wow. And and the particular place that I went through, um, they will put you on a reminder three or four months before that particular tariff offers, and they'll actually recalculate who's offering the good rates. Mm-hmm. So that way you won't miss out on the opportunity to do that. And and it, it's, it's come in handy because that is a monthly you know, resources that can be reallocated to somewhere else.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I think we'll do one, two more. Mm-hmm. I think we've, we've sort of, we've, we've, I think we've dealt with, if you're on the spectrum where you're really struggling with mm-hmm. your finances. So mm-hmm. we're now sort of moving now to people who are maybe okay. Okay. Um, if you're and okay
0: is relative these okay days. Okay <laughs> is relative these days. So
1: okay, you're not in a, in a huge debt situation, and mm. you're thinking, okay, but I'm spending everything that's coming in. Mm. What, mm. what do I do? Um, I have my two tips um, are um, is that one is to try to analyze your spending. Mm. I always find that that is a very very interesting. way to look at where you claw back because if you Mm -hmm. many people I've I've reviewed lots of people's personal budgets Mm -hmm. and I see things like oh I allow myself you know I allow myself a coffee two days a week and you look at the cost of the coffee it's um you know five pounds
0: you should be so lucky to get a only when you add all the stuff on <laughs> top of that. Five pounds each, five yeah, pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, it's only
1: two two days a week. And then you look at what the person is um, sort of earning, uh, earning, and the person is earning. Um, um, uh, what's it called? Person is earning a thousand pounds, you know, a month. So you're thinking, oh, okay, uh, ten pounds a week for you to have coffee. That's the only thing you're indulging in, mm-hmm. right? But the person says, I'm not able to save anything, mm. right? Because everything that comes in is going out on bills. So I look at the bills, you can't shift, you can't shake. And then the next thing I say to look at is what are the things that we can shake? But sometimes when you, are not, when you analyze your spending, you realize that what seems like a small thing is actually really big. So 10 pounds a week on coffee becomes 500 pounds a year. Wow. 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 500 pounds a year, if you have put that into your ISA at 3%, hmm. you
0: then,
1: you know, get 3% interest. So you're the one now earning interest.
0: I think well, I think we're going to shake some tables of coffee drinkers. We don't want to revolt, guys. <laughs> we're only using okay. this as yes. an example. So,
1: so it doesn't look like we're picking on coffee drinkers. Let's say if you always buy lunch every day yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you spend, you know... Uh, you spend four pounds on your lunch um, every day. That's the only thing you do. That's 20 pounds a week, which doesn't look big, but that's a thousand pounds a year. Mm -hmm. So it's those little things.
0: I think it goes back. I think it goes back to clearly identifying what your goals are. If you're like, listen, this is keeping me sane. Mm -hmm. um, And you're happy with, you know, at that time, not moving things forward, that's fine. We just need to um, just be mindful of what are your goals? What do you want to achieve? And what kind of resources can help you facilitate meeting those goals?
1: Those goals, absolutely. And I think because this is such a tricky topic. Yeah. We'll leave it on this sort of five points that we've shared. Yeah. Um, please let us know if you have any questions. I love talking about finances. I she love- does
0: and she's good at it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I-, I love sort of helping people in that area. Yeah. So yes, please do drop us a comment, send questions. Um, we'll put my my personal website and email address in the show notes so you mm. can reach out to me with any questions. Wonderful. Oh,
0: well, the show. No, I, I would say this is something that you revisit. It's not a, a tool that that we need to beat ourselves over the head with because mm. it, it it is about being empowered and knowledgeable. And, and that's one area that I think as a collective, we need to get better at educating our children financially because that's not something that featured mm. a lot when I was growing up, yeah. but it's never too late to learn and to grow and to apply. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Yes. Yeah, so please do the usual. Yep. Like, Comment, subscribe, and share. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and share.